Welcome back, everybody, to the Fourth Linux Podcast. It's me, Bryce. I'm here with Jake. Hey, guys. And, doing? Uh, I hope they're doing well. You know, we just got, yo, the snow. 15 inches of snow. I kid you not, I was shoveling my driveway for about two hours. Uh, it, like, I haven't seen this much snow since I was a little kid. And I'm, I'm not That's even true. exaggerating, right? Like, do you remember when the snow piles a, were, like, huge? Like, yeah, it's been a few winters, man, since we've had this, I think. Right? I just, I just feel like I used to, it's kind of nice. When I was a little kid, dude, I would, I would always, uh, I used to live, uh, in like, um, like, a just like a private, like area with like a driveway and stuff like that. And yeah, so yeah. the snowplow would come in and like plow it up. And so we'd always like build forts on it and stuff. It was a good time. I saw some kids doing that today. It reminded me of that. And just bringing you back to your childhood. Bringing me back. I wanted to hop in there. Man, like, right, I would still, I would still hop in there, man. I wouldn't care. All right, all right, kids, we got to build up the the southern wall here for better <laughs> yeah. defense. You know, and that's exactly that'd be fun. That'd stop, be fun. <laughs> we got to stop the enemy from from getting in here. So we got to yeah. we got to build up this wall. Me and my me and my buddies want to go taboozing, which is a uh, tobogganing with some uh, with some alcohol involved. But uh, I've never oh, done it before. Fun. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I I've never done it either. Actually, I pr- I'd probably die. Honestly, yeah, I probably like it. Probably warm you up though. You know what I mean? In in a way. Yeah. Speaking of alcohol, dude. Oh, I've had this. I've been drinking this bottle here of alcohol for the past few nights. Just just you know, while I stream or whatever. Yep. And uh, it's it's called Murphy's Law Warheads Extreme Sour. It's Warheads flavored alcohol. Really? It is so. It is so sour. But it. Like the alcohol part isn't even the worst part. It's the sour afterwards. Is it even good? It's all right. I wouldn't buy it. No. I didn't buy it. It was given. It was given to me. My brother. My brother just walked down here one day. I was like, "Yo, you want this?" And I'm like, "I guess." <laughs> he knew what he was doing, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Right. But uh, I can't even imagine that nasty stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, the, the most recent uh, drink I've been drinking is some rum and cokes with my buddies, but. Uh... I, I don't usually I usually just drink beer, but like rum and coke, it, I don't know. We, we're in the mood for it. I mean, I remember having it at the bar one time, and it like and honestly, it doesn't make you feel like shit in the morning. Like I I didn't no. feel like shit at all, and I don't know why, but it felt I felt beer. totally fine because beer dehydrates you way more. Yeah, you have oh to yeah, pee, like every oh, yeah. ten minutes with beer. Oh yeah, I've been I I'm I've been off beer lately. If I'm gonna drink like a can of something, it's probably gonna be like a hard seltzer. Yeah, honestly, it's just, just easier it's, to take it's, down, man. It's easier, exactly. But if I go out to the bar now, it's I always get like rye and, and ginger or something like that. Like, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like if you go to the bar, right? Whiskey they're pre- they're they're like outrageous. They're like like the prices are outrageous, right? They're so expensive, and so you might as well get yeah. a, a drink that's gonna hit you a lot more than a, a maybe a beer because I feel like we're used to beer. I mean, I, okay, I want to tell you. I want to. I want to ask you something. I, I, I want to know if you also find this disgusting. Okay. I've got some friends who keep talking about Coke and vodka. Is that disgusting? That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. And that should you don't mix that should be illegal. Dark and clear. You don't mix a cola with a clear alcohol. What do you? What? Actually, you know what's? I have my my rum. It's white rum that I was using. It was clear, but like vodka is a different. different. Vodka is different. Vodka is is not nothing to be. Like if anything, you mix it with orange juice or something like something like that, right? Like exactly, you mix vodka with like juice or or you know something. That's like just clear, disgusting. Right? That wouldn't taste good. 
No. Who who mixes vodka with cola? I had somebody Someone asked me if they up. should mix. I should. Somebody asked me if they should mix root beer and vodka, and I was like, "Are you new at this?" <laughs> yeah, that That's sounds the like I've they are. Heard. You know what I mean? It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh my god! I kind of want to try it to see what vodka it's like. and root beer. No, <laughs> I, dude, I might do it. Just you know, it it be it be something. I feel like I have to now that we're talking Coke about it. Coke can be mixed with Watch three it be things, amazing. dude. Three mainline things: whiskey, um, rye, or rum. That's all you're putting into cola, dude. That's it. Anything else? The answer is wrong. No vodka. Gin, disgusting. Vodka, disgusting. I bet Henny and Coke would be pretty good, actually. Now that I've I never about had it. Henny. Never in my life. I, my buddy was feeding me shots of Henny at the oh, bar last time oh, I went, no. and I was um, feeling it all out of sorts. Feeling all it. out of sorts, man. I said <laughs> some things. I did some things. Ah, uh, I feel like I was set up. <laughs> Is that he's just feeding them to you? Uh, he knew what he was doing to man. me. He knew. He's like, here you go, Bryce. You want another yeah. shot of Henny? And drunk me couldn't say no. Oh, and you know, drunk you always wants more drinks. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh, just... Oh, drunk dr- drunk me is scary. <laughs> is this a, I'm fine, is this but... a PG podcast? Uh, like, PG enough. We, we don't drink alcohol. We were just kidding. I am abstinent of alcohol. I... Uh, some sometimes I like to sit down and have myself a nice Kool Aid jammer in the evening. I mean, uh, and that's as that's as fun as I get. Not gonna lie, Kool Aid jammers are pretty tasty. Imagine mixing mm-hmm. that with a drink. That'd actually be mm. pretty good. An alcoholic, alcoholic, go vodka. Co- alcoholic Kool Aid jammer. Yeah, that could go with that vodka. Could go with vodka. See, it's not hard, guys. You <laughs> don't mix cola with a clear alcohol. There's, like the you're insane. There's literally everything. Anything else you can mix with vodka except coke you know what i mean like that's literally just, that's gross yeah vodka vodka red bull now that is a drink really never. you never had a, like a vodka red bull at jack's uh, no i've I, I mean i've had jagger bombs but like the no nah, vodka red bull is where it's at really it tastes good i mean i guess the sweetness oh, of yeah. su- the sweetness of the red bull right red bull is so sweet and has such a strong taste that the vodka barely noticeable it's it's amazing well, see like i think uh red bull makes me like feel sick sometimes like i just don't like the, the smell of it and the taste of it or even the day after when you're having some jagger bombs and then you have you smell it, you smell it the day after it makes you want to uke yeah yeah i don't know i like red bull i like energy drinks so i'm drinking a monster right now i'm i've only had like maybe one energy drink in my life yeah um did we talk about timo meyer getting five goals yeah what the hell did is we that? that no we didn't i mean it's kind of a weird night in the nhl timo meyer did get five goals i mean quick got light like lit up but uh that's is that unusual oh from timo is that unusual timo's timo is having a really strong year man he's got he's got 15 goals 25 assists man like timo's having a strong year i think he's really emerged as like a legitimate like well, you think he probably yeah. has a higher role on that team. Like you think about who who's on that forward court, it's not really that strong of players. He's probably playing that first nine minute right with the uh, Couture, and I, I, I like he's kind of a a sneaky player. Like he's not a high profile player, but he can still put up points. And, he, and he's and imagine if he wasn't on San Jose. He actually, I think with the five goals tonight, he has 20, 20 goals, twenty five assists. Wow. I think that's right. Yeah, so he's having a really that's good a, year. That's a strong year from Timo. Yeah. This is I mean, a career year for him then. Oh, it, that was probably his best game ever. Yeah. 
frankly. Um, ah, good for him. But uh, I just saw right here that the Arizona Coyotes blew out the Montreal Canadiens five to two. <laughs> uh, Montreal is is so bad. Like, do you think they're just like? How do you go from a Stanley Cup final contender to last place in the NHL? I have said it so many times, man. That team got lucky. They did. They were not as good as as they showed in the playoffs. And that's why hockey's fun because any team can make it far if they hit, you know, their stride at the right time. Yep. But they are not good. Like Bergevin, dude, is not a good GM. I know he's gone now, but like he isn't. It wasn't good. He's a luck GM. They got he's luck. a luck. He's a luck right. GM. He makes some moves. They got and lucky. It gets a little lucky. The Leafs choked. The Leafs choked. Oh, yeah. The Leafs absolutely well, should the, have beat Montreal. The, the Leafs had to face Carey Price, that was had a lot of momentum in him, and uh, you know he, right. he played amazing. So. But and now they don't, they don't. They don't have, have this year. Yeah, they don't have Carey Price right. or Shea Weber. So. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. Yep. They don't have Carey Price. Nope. Um, a miserable team, dude. Like everybody was saying, you know how good they could be, and everybody was saying, "Oh, Cole Caulfield's going to be a forty goal scorer this year." It's like, oh, he's yeah, been right. disappointing. Very disappointing. But he's well, still you put young. So much pressure. Yeah, he's still young. Yeah. It's like he's going to be a good player, but like he's not the savior. No, not at all. Like not yet, at yeah. least not yet. No, um, him and Suzuki can be really good together, but it's not no. like it's not happening yet. They need Shane Wright. I feel like uh, he. Well, that's, that's what it. I, I mean, the season is now. I I would re- I would like to see him go to Montreal. I feel like that'd be a good fit for him. Did Could Did you fun. see that? Could did you really see fun. that video where a fan held up a Montreal Canadiens uh, jersey and it said fifty one right on it, and then he tapped on the glass and right looked at it and started laughing? Ah, uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, no, I didn't see. That. I, it seemed like he liked the idea of it too. So maybe we'll see uh, right I mean, Montreal Canadian jersey. I mean, yeah, it's a classic team, right? Classic jersey, original six. You know. They start their rebuild now and ship off some of their veterans, which is actually yeah. the topic of this video is, uh, you know, a little bit of a warm up to the trade deadline coming up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Montreal's going to be a seller. Go ahead. But uh, we can talk about. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Montreal in this podcast, but uh, um, there's a few guys that we want to talk about this podcast just because uh, there's some high high profile players that are up for grabs in the this this com- oh, coming up uh, deadline in March, I think it is. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's March 21st. I feel like it is, but I could be wrong there. Um, but uh, the number one guy that we're kind of looking at is uh, um, Stars defenseman John Klingberg. That's that's a very high-profile name. I think that's available. Uh, him and Chikrin are the, definitely the best two available defensemen. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, and like they both have very similar contracts. Chikrin's better, definitely a younger defenseman, right, with some term on him, but... The difference between them, I think, are... I mean, uh, you see Klingberg, he's an offensive defenseman. I mean, and then Chikrin's more like a two-way. But um, they both have that cheap contract that can basically go to any team in the NHL, if you look at it. That's what makes them so valuable, man. That's what makes it so interesting. Because good teams, like really good teams, who normally wouldn't be able to afford a rental or a player like them via trade uh, without like dismantling a lot, uh, they can... Like, it's possible... So yeah. you could see Klingberg or Chikrin. This is about Klingberg, but you could see either one of them going to a contender that's stacked and making them even more stacked and creating a bit of like a god, you know, a god defensive squad. 
Well, like um, we were discussing this earlier, Klingberg is a, he's going to be a rental player. He's not going to be, who knows the team that gets him might sign him after, but it's, it's more likely. I feel like he wants to go to a team that could win. And I feel like and what, then he'll probably test free agency and see what he gets. Exactly. Right. Maybe, maybe seven, eight mil. Like he, he can definitely get that yeah. money right in free agency. And it, I guess their trade value does go up once it's at this trade deadline time when teams are trying to get that extra player to, for that playoff push. Right. And yeah, like teams, he could really slot into any team and he has that cheap contract. He's 30 years old, but that's still pretty young. Like if you have to, you think about it, he's still in his prime. It's not like he's in his late yeah, 30s he, or even early 30s. He's at that 30 or four more years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. And he's also right handed. That which is, is a big thing. That's hard to find in the NHL, right? Yeah, it's not often that a, that a that a, a for, like a like a guy who's like not too far removed from like a sixty eight point season. Yep, right handed defenseman on a good contract becomes available. So I think a lot of teams are going to jump on this guy, and it's a lot of the elite teams too. Like we're talking like the Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, Carolina Hurricanes, like that that quality of team are the ones that are interested. He's not going to go to like some middling team that has a lot of cap space, right? Who's trying to make a push? No, he's going to go to like a favorite. Yeah, I, I mean, which, which is good. Like with see, everyone's like dissing Dallas for not showing him the respect of like getting him a contract extension. But I can kind of see it from Dallas's point of view, where they have Heiskinen, right? That's that's how you say his name. Yep. Yeah, and they have him, and that's the guy that they chose to be their top guy that they're gonna pay, and and that you can kind of compare the two, right? They're kind of very similar. Um. He also doesn't fit into their age bracket. No, like I, the like the Sagan and Ben window is closed. Exactly, uh, those guys are are done, and then now it's about Hints, Robertson, Heiskanen. Exactly, right? that's that, that's the thing. Like I was thinking, where like the, they're a team that's maybe wants to get a little younger. They don't want to stay old anymore because they're not winning, right? No, um, but yeah. Um, D- Dallas has a lot of assets, man. Like they could, like if you think about it, they could also like move on from like guys like Pavelski. I don't know if they could ever trade Ben or Sagan there. I think they're on pretty big contracts, but yeah, like guys like Pavelski could be, you know, some somebody they move off from. But yeah, Dallas needs to retool. They made the Cup final a couple of years ago, kind of weirdly. That was their window, though. Um, I feel that was their window to win with that team, and they didn't. So it was weird because we like I thought their window had closed. I did too. And then, but they didn't. Well. Just suddenly reopened. I I don't know. But Sagan and Ben, I don't know. Those guys. I feel like those guys are just done. Se- and and I know it's supposed to be about the deadline. But like, how how odd is Sagan's career? Like, never really achieved anything for a guy that had so much hype. Do you even hear about Sagan in the headlines or? anything at all about him like i forget about tyler second well i remember when he was traded from boston and he made some remarks that were kind of you know weird yeah and and like i don't know maybe like people thought maybe he had like an attitude issue like in like obviously he's a cocky guy but yeah at the time he was a really good player but like i don't i don't don't know the he's done he's just okay to me i don't know yeah they both dealt with some injuries in a long time ago yeah, a lot of injuries for both of them. Yeah, for both of them. And that's been that's been the I mean, I think that's a lot of struggles for the Dallas Stars, right? A lot of their older guys are getting injured like Ben Bishop, he he's forced to retire. 
Um, so they're, they, yeah. they lost their top goaltender there, right? Like they, that was their guy that they signed to a big contract. So maybe they're making that move into a younger team, which kind of makes sense. So, I mean, Ottinger fits right into that timeline too. Yeah. Ottinger's right. It'd be really good. Exactly. It's already good. Exactly. There's their younger goaltender, right? They already have it. Um, so saying that though, like who do you, what, what's a mock trade that you can think of that Klingberg would go to and how like well, they would ex- talk- execute that? I would I would love to see Klingberg go to like a Florida. Um, I think you you have like Uyghur, Ekblad, Forsling, Klingberg. I think that really makes them strong. Yep. And and somebody I could see Florida sending back. Uh, it depends what it depends how like obviously depends on like other teams like bidding as well. Mm-hmm. But like I think a trade that could make sense for Florida is maybe like Owen Tippett. Yep. Uh yeah, maybe like a you know a second or a third in Owen Tippett, or maybe even a first. It just depends how much they have, how much they have to bid. But Owen Tippett hasn't shown me a lot like that he that he's going to be able to crack into that Florida top six. That's a I watched thing. a fair few amount of Florida's games. Like he's he's good, but like Florida's top six is unbelievable. Right, you're talking you're talking Reinhardt, Barkov, Huberto, uh, Bennett, Duclair, uh, Verhage, uh, and, and none of those guys are old. Like they're all like in their prime. Hubert is the oldest at twenty eight. Well, th- that's the thing. Do so, they even need Tippett? Do they need him? No, no. I mean, no. I think I he's think been a prospect for better. a while, right? Like he's been that like guy that hasn't cracked the roster. He's taken a while to come to the NHL, but sometimes that happens for some guys. But I just don't think he's a key player on that Florida Panther team, and they're a win now team. And would they rather right now have John Klingberg or Tippett? And I think I'd rather have Klingberg. <laughs> And it makes more sense to me. And and that value is there for Tippett still. Like he still has value. And if you send maybe a few picks with him, maybe a first, maybe a second, or maybe both for John Klingberg, that kind of would make sense. And it opened Tippett. And Tippett fits right in with Dallas, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he could get some minutes. He definitely could get some minutes there. Maybe make a name for himself. Yeah. It's, uh, and honestly, like a Tippett for a rental might sound like a lot, but mm-hmm. I think Florida has the potential to re-sign him. Yeah, I I could see that yeah. too. Yeah, like making make making uh, like a deal with him just because Florida's a team to win the cup, right? And maybe Klingberg will see that, and he maybe will take a little bit of a discount. I mean, it's very it, it he'd be really ha- have he'd really have to be happy there to do that, and they have to be um, clear with him that they're going to be a winning team. And I, like obviously, I mm-hmm. feel like Florida's they're not this, this year's not. Their, their only window to win the Stanley Cup. I feel like they can still win the Stanley Cup even next year, right? So, I mean... Oh, I think as long as they play their cards right, I think Florida could be a contender for the next five years. Yeah, definitely, right? Um, it, the, the problem, they they do have some issues with cap because uh, Barkov is going from $5.9 million to $10 million next year. Yep. Um, and and uh, Verhage is going from $1 to $4 million. Yep, and they have this really, really bad uh, uh, dead cap thing with Keith Yandel. Next season, they have to pay Keith Yandel five point three million dollars in buyout fees. That is rough. This year, they're only paying him two. Um, they also have Scott Darling, who they're paying one point one, and Luongo, who ends this year. <laughs> Luongo, <laughs> Vancouver's still paying for Luongo, man. That is um, too funny. Their captain, a stupid, the stupidest recapture penalty. But I don't know if Florida can make it work. And also like Klingberg could take less in Florida because Florida has a really attractive like tax situation. That's why players go to Florida. I've heard that taxed as I've much. I've heard that. Yeah. 
Um, so I don't know. I I I like the idea of Klingberg on Flor- Klingberg on Florida. I think that makes them makes them like so much more deadly. Yeah, like so much scarier on the back end there. Uh, but it's just about how much they're willing to pay for a potential rental. Like I said, they could resign him. It's a team I think he'd want to stay on. Yeah, but I would be. I would be money. considering to stay on that team. They're a winning team, and they will be. Like you yeah. said, for the next five years at least. Yeah. What do you think about Klingberg? Where do, where do you see him going? Um, see, I was gonna say Toronto, but I didn't want. I don't want to be biased. Just because. No, no, no. I, 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 I'm not gonna call you out for being biased because I do like the idea. I, I just think Dubis will try to go for it. I think it, it's not even like like oh Klingberg's so good. Like I just. I want him on Toronto, like you, you want a good defenseman on Toronto, but no, like he would actually be a great addition there. He's a right-handed defenseman. He's offensive. That's kind of what they need. Really, their only offensive defenseman is Morgan Riley right now, and TJ Brody's mm-hmm. doing pretty good this year as well. Um, like I can see them maybe like trying to put Justin Hall in a trade, but like, um, but they, to make they, they, they make have to for cap. Well, for cap, right? Just to send a guy back with cap, but to make it intriguing. Um, I think you can put Nick Robertson in there. And like we were talking about mm-hmm. before, um, um, reunite him with his brother, Jason, right? And then you can have that storyline yeah. there. And usually that works out when you have a brother tandem on the team. I think that'd be pretty cool to see. And I think, I think they- that makes it so attractive for Dallas. Yeah. Right? I think I think get, getting Nick Robertson into Dallas is so attractive for them. It's kind of a um, fan thing too, right? Like I feel like that attracts people. Like having a brother, yeah. a brother team that, and they're both great players, and like that would give Nick Robertson a, a, a like an attempt to make an NHL roster like permanently, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Like the Leafs have these have guys like Nick Robertson who just can't break in because no. the Leafs he he, do, he doesn't play a bottom six role. No, and the Leafs top six is it's hard to break into that. It is. Um, um, if, if, if that didn't work, like just the three, that like just the two of them and maybe a pick, I could also see them throwing in Lindegren as well. I mean, that's a, that's a high prospect. I mean, not a high prospect defenseman, but like, he's still a good prospect defenseman in their system. I have a hard time seeing them sending two prospects. I know. I know that, that is where maybe I don't see this trade happening just because I think they're like, going to be asking Robertson a lot for Klingberg. First. Robertson in a first, I think would be. I think where the Leafs would need to be for Klingberg. Yeah. But the Leafs would also be needing, like, they'd have to send back Cat. Yeah. I mean, like, you, Kling, they, can't, Klingberg, they can't even make call-ups. Klingberg's only carrying $4.25 million, right? And then you think about it. Yeah. Justin Hall, how much is he making? I don't even really know how much Justin Hall's making. Can't be making more the problem than is the, the problem two, is the Leafs mil. have $100,000 in cap space right now. Okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it's brutal. Right. Um, so you would need to be sending back like Hull, Hall, and then, I mean, like you don't want to move on from Kerfoot. He's having a good year. But that, that that's a guy that has value right now, right? I mean, maybe that is a guy you get. True. Up. But like, why would they really want to disrupt that core? I feel like they're doing well. Like, uh, like if that that's just, that's just tampering. That's taking a little bit of a chance. I don't know if you trade Kerfoot, right? Um, you would need to say, you know what? Maybe, maybe Dallas retains. Yeah. You know, you send, you send them, you send Hole, you send a first and you send Robertson, right? Yeah. yeah. I could see Dallas retaining 50% to make that work. 
I could see that too. You know, there, there might be some other minor things, like minor moves you have to make, right? Because yeah. that might still not be enough money. Well, yeah, but you never know what if like um, Toronto decides to make... It doesn't hurt Dallas to retain. Yeah, right? Like they, What if Toronto decides to dump some caps so they can make the move? I mean, they, they definitely have their ways of doing things and the deals that they make. Um, but if if he doesn't go to Toronto, I could honestly see him going to Boston. And this is why I just feel like he slots in really well to Boston. And Boston has some guys that have not been performing that they could trade to Dallas to, you know, I mean, make their core a little better, a little younger. Um, There's a guy, Jake DeBrusque. Like, yes, he's not doing well this year. He's not doing well, but he has done well in the past and he's still pretty young. Like, he's a young guy. He can can turn around his game. Yeah, exactly. He's still many years left in his prime that he can turn it around. And if he goes to Dallas, like he's definitely going to get some minutes. And that's what he needs. Like Boston's just not giving him the minutes because he's not performing. But like they also have guys that are ahead of him that he just can't get there. Right. Uh, so Nebraska, I can see going back over that way for Klingberg. Right. Yeah. No, um, I, I agree. Actually, that makes sense. And Nebraska is a guy who's in trade talks, too. He is. He is. So, yeah. I could see that working, man. You put DeBrusque in there with like a Hints and a, and a Robertson. I mean, that could be kind of nasty. Yeah. So like DeBrusque in like a first or a second. It just depends on what you're competing with offer-wise. Yeah. But I feel like that's that's fair. I think it's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, uh, it helps Boston make a push for the playoffs because they're still kind of on the bubble here. But I, I think they're on their way. I mean, the addition with Tuka Rask now, which that is pretty big news. Tuka Rask is back on the Boston Bruins. Right. Um, I think they might have a chance now because I mean they Swayman no, nice was good. Swayman was good for them, but like at the same time he was a pretty young goaltender, right? Didn't have a lot of experience, but now they have Tuka Rask, and Tuka Rask is only making one million, so they have a little bit. Like I wonder how much cap. I don't know how much cap Boston has, but their players are usually signed for cheap. So like I can imagine they have Boston a little bit. Has Boston has one point six million. Okay, they can make it work if they trade. If they, if they trade, trade Debrusque, who's three point six. Yeah, 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 that could work. And, and if you trade other guys too, there's definitely could be a, a, another cap guy that could be traded on that team. Um, yeah, I don't know who, but um, and I, Dallas can always retain. Like it's only one. Yeah. It's only one year, right? So yeah. da- Dallas can always retain. You know, five hundred thousand. Yeah, right? to get the guy that they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it's a good enough offer for them, right? It's like De- like Debrusque in a first. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that I can. It's definitely a possibility, right? And it's just, it, it might. I don't know. It might get Boston out of their funk. You know what I mean? The like, just that one guy that they need to put up the points on the blue line, right? And he apparently is a great yeah. skater too. He can walk that blue line. He can uh, score goals, get get assists, do everything you need. And I think you, any team wouldn't go wrong going for John Klingberg, right now. It's fun too because you a lot of these trades too you could you could uh, easily replace Klingberg with Chikrin as well and yeah. I could also see a lot of these trades working. Oh yeah, definitely. So if you go back to Toronto, I can see the same. Uh, you think, actually, I, you I know Chikrin's, what? That that might not work. I feel like Toronto doesn't have the assets for that. But no, Chikrin Chikrin's better too though because he's got more more uh, years on his contract on a good contract. Well, I, so I think you you need to give up more for Chikrin. A team I can see him going to is maybe LA. I just, the, the reason is that they have so many young guys that they can trade back and they have still their first round picks that they can trade. Dave Velarde's on the block. Yeah, there you go. He's a great forward. 
I just feel like they have too many centermans that they, they just don't know what to do with them. And why not send them to Arizona, man? Like, I just feel like yeah. Arizona could use those guys. Obviously, if they're doing a yeah. rebuild, get some young guys, young four core in there and get the value you can get right now for Chickering, right? Like, just do what you can to get that value because you can get a- You could do it too with Klingberg. Well, exactly. Same thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. And LA, LA right now, they're, they're a team full of prospects, full of prospects. And like you look at it, I mean, they're not going to trade Byfield, but they also have Turcotte. No. They're not going to trade Turcotte. But they also have Kaliev. That's going to be a guy. I mean, he's doing well, but like you can trade Kaliev. You can trade. I pulled his rookie card in a pack. Did you? Day. Really? I did. Wow. I did. Man, is it numbers? No, they're not no, numbered. No, but it's still pretty good. I, I like Kaliev. Kaliev Kaliev's a guy that was underrated, actually. He got picked in the second round, but he had like over 100 points in the O when uh, he got drafted and he got picked in the second round. Which Yeah, is he, he's got potential. Oh, yeah. And then I see this. LA's going to be nasty. Right. And there you go. There's a lot of guys. That I feel like I think Chickren's said that he's been interested going to LA or San Jose, you know, a team like that. Must um, like California. Yeah, I and I can. I mean, I can see why they're kind of Anaheim. Yeah, I saw that too. And imagine him in Anaheim. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of sick. Right? Not gonna lie, that'd be right? kind of that'd be kind of sick. And Anaheim's already doing well. That's like, see, that's a, that could be a team that he really likes because I mean, see. you look at San Jose and LA. They're they're not going to win the cup, or they're not going to go far. In this the is the main they're difference. Make, you know. This- this is the main difference between Klingberg and Chikrin too, because Chikrin, we're looking at him going to teams that, um, you know, are on the upswing where he can be there for a while. Right. Yeah. Klingberg, we're looking at teams like Stanley cup push. Yep. Yeah. That's that, the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. That is yeah. the difference. Um, yeah. And like, uh, de- like definitely a team that Chikrin gets traded to. I don't think they're going to be winning the Stanley cup. They got it. Cause just cause, because, just because they need to have that trade value going back. And a lot of the teams that are contending for the Stanley Cup don't have that trade value to send back. And right. the Arizona Coyotes know how much they can get back for him. And they, they're they picking a great time to trade him. And honestly, yeah. people are nope. surprised it hasn't been done earlier. So, But maybe they're just waiting to that trade deadline um and taking their time to figure out the right deal and get the like the most that they can for him it's gonna be it's gonna be great for uh both teams i think oh yeah. all three parties man chikrin and both the teams they're one team's gonna get chikrin chikrin gets out of arizona and arizona's gonna get back really good pieces for the rebuild oh yeah I'm, uh, really that, good pieces. i can see that like i either san jose la or anaheim all california teams i feel like that that's that's a possibility right um, if you're Chikrin, where do you want to go? I pick Anaheim. Me I, too. I, I think they're on Anaheim. the up and rise. I think they're on the up and rise. And there's some guys that you can't, they still have some young guys that they can trade back. Right. And s- still some young defensemen that they have. Like I've heard John Manson, Josh Manson, Josh, sorry. Josh, Josh, yeah. Josh Manson. I mean, he's a pretty good defenseman, right? But like, he's, yeah. yeah, he's a little, a little older, bit older, right? A little older, yeah, but so then he can go to a, a cup, a cup contender, right? Yeah. And then there's also Jacob Larson. That that's a guy. He's he's a lot younger, but he's on Anaheim. But he's playing like high minutes with them. And he, apparently, he's playing with Shattenkirk some night. So at the top line, um, and they wouldn't trade Drysdale, but they also have Brendan Gooley. Um, I mean, they also probably have some right. guys in the system, or they also have some like uh, they have Sam Steele. They have uh, Lundstrom. Um, 
Yeah, they're they're pretty loaded, right? And Comtois, maybe they'll trade Comtois, but who knows? Um, all those guys are great forwards, so on their team, I just feel like they would take the chance for Chikrin. I mean, you get that you get that defenseman, right? Oh, if I'm Anaheim, I'm all over Chikrin. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I, and, and yeah, you know, you want to you want to get guys who fit in with the Zegers timeline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um yeah. Uh, next, uh, next topic then. Next, next guy. Next team. Who who do you want to talk about? Drew or right. Gorgiev? No, let's let's talk about let's talk about the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, this is, uh, it's about time. It's about time. Uh, man, never how end, how man. shit. Are the Edmonton Oilers? It never ends, man. With this team, no. You look at their roster, and they need they need one really good player in every position. It is so disheartening. It's the it's the same story every year. Oh yeah, every we have McDavid. Year. We have Drysaddle. It doesn't do shit. And then they get these lesser guys that they hope they can like push into these roles, and it just doesn't work out. Like No, and then they pay guys like Cody Cece a $5 million con- or whatever he's being paid. $4 million. Well, $4 let me million. tell you, Zach, Zach, Zach Hyman is not having a fantastic season, and he's getting paid five point five for the next, like, six years. See, the thing is, he at first he was. At first he was having yeah. a great season, but then Edmonton started to be Edmonton again, right? You know, like, and they couldn't – that. Hyman wasn't the guy to depend on for them, I don't think. So no, I, okay. So Edmonton, let's talk about Edmonton. So defensively, not so good. Uh, Nurse, Keith, Barry, CC, Cuckoo, Bouchard, Legison. Okay, not that's too bad. bad. Not uh, too bad, but it's not it's, great. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it's pro- it's, it's pro- pretty. It's bad. proven, right? Like. Man, remember when they were it, going like 10-0-0 or 9-0-0 in the beginning of the season? Everyone was free, or 5 0 Everyone's freaking out. Man, yeah. I knew that they would fall off. Like, it's just like okay. no way that team can be stable for that long. Their top pairing is like Nurse and Barry, right? Yeah, Ish. I would say so. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, we, you know, you can get by on that. Yeah. Okay. Keith and Cece. <laughs> Man, that yeah. is embarrassing. I mean, Keith was—he was a good defenseman, but he is. 38 39 like bro man. i remember i went off in that video in that one episode where i talked about um duncan keith and how stupid of a trade it was oh yeah yeah i do remember and some that. oilers fan in the comments said said uh something about it he wasn't he, was like, he wasn't too happy about wasn't happy about on the oilers but look it's it's proven to be true on our end there so we weren't we weren't Dude. lying we were just spitting some facts you know but uh they don't oh Dude, they have no caps. Okay, so this is what needs to happen with the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. okay. Well, to sum up their defense, they need to get Oscar Clefbaum back. I don't know if he ever comes back, but as soon as you put Clefbaum back in, you're better. Okay, Chris Russell's also out. The Edmonton Oilers need a goaltender. What's new? Nothing's new. What color is this? the sky? Blue. It, we all know the answer, okay? Yeah. It's it's. They need a goalie, and... They're lucky because right now I think there's a lot of quality secondary goaltenders available. Um, you look at guys like Flurry. You look at guys like uh, you know, there's lots of teams running two, right? Yep. That can potentially move on from one. Yep. I think the Edmonton Oilers need to acquire Gorgiev from the New York Rangers. I like that. Thoughts. I, I whenever you when you said that to me, I I like that move instantly. Just because the, his age, he's only 25, which is a great age for a goaltender. Usually when they have their, you know, breakout season in 25, 26, 27, right? In the later years. And 
And New York doesn't need two goalies anymore. They know who their guy is, right? Shurkin, they right? know, yeah. They Shurkin's know. the guy. So why not get some value for Gorgiev before he comes just a permanent backup goaltender? Like he can probably be a starter on on a team like Edmund, the, the Edmonton Oilers, right? Um, so I can definitely see it's, them trying to go gonna for tough. him. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for him because the Oilers are so weak defensively. Yep. He's going to be seeing a high volume of shots. Oh, yeah. And... And what I think is most interesting about this is there was an identical situation a few years ago, right? With Cam Talbot, who yep. was Lundqvist's backup, who everybody said should be a starter, right? Yep. And so Edmonton acquired Cam Talbot from New York. Not the same story. And Talbot came in. What? was? It, did he do well? He Okay. He had that one year where he was like unbelievably good. See, I feel like that then, happens. It's just the one year that he, they, you know, it's he, all the hype. I don't even blame him though, man, because he's gone to Minnesota and done fine. Yeah, maybe it's just the Oilers then. It's the Oilers. So, look, the Oilers need a goalie, okay? That, that's obvious. Like, it, I think Gorgiev is the best option. They send back either Koskinen or Smith. Koskinen's Well, Smith's hurt again, expiring. eh? Oh, what's new? Okay, It's his so, thumb or something or his finger that's broken send, or something. They, or spring. Oh, dude. I don't know. The Oilers. Oh, my God. So, the Koskinen um, is their guy right now, which is pretty brutal. I mean, that's not good. I, I got if they wanted to send a goalie back, I don't think they want to get rid of Stuart Skinner. I think that's their young guy no. right there. No, they keep Skinner. Yeah, I mean, I, like if if anything, I think the the Rangers would take a forward back. But see, like I don't know yeah, but who, who, who. But then who backs up Shesterkin? I don't even know who their third string is. No, Kincaid. Kincaid. There you okay. go. Yeah, he could. He man, he used to be a starter. He's okay. a starter in Montreal okay. or whatever, you know, or New Jersey. You know, like he could. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely played some NHL he could do minutes. It. Yeah, I can see he that. He could do it. Um, um, he probably wouldn't even play that much. You know what I mean? Like, considering. Yeah, the, no, they're they're heavy on Shesterkin. Yeah. Um, I think the Rangers want back a forward. Yeah, I think that's their main goal, right? I mean, the the make but that this, top six better. But this is what makes it hard with the Oilers, okay? Because because you look at their team and you think you try and I was trying to do a mock draft or a mock trade with the Oilers, right? Yep. And every time I was looking at their at, at like, you know, a section of players, so like forwards, defense, I found myself cringing if I was taking away one of any quality mm. because there's just not enough. No. Right? Okay, so like Gorgiev would be worth, I'd say See, I don't even know. Because I don't know. Would you the trait? Would you just give him up for a pick? Picks, like pick, prospect picks in a in a young and then maybe a prospect. I feel like they like could get away with prospect? that. Like Ryan, is it Ryan McLeod that's on? That's the McLeod that's on uh, Edmonton. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Rangers need a player like Ryan McLeod because he's kind of like a, a grinder, right? I think so. Um, yeah, they have Reeves, and then and then they have. Um, they have another guy. Who's uh, the guy? Uh, I know you're talking. Hold on. Hold on. They have another guy who's like kind of like a, a, a McLeod. I got Gauthier. Go, go, Gauthier. Oh yeah, Gauthier? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't need. They have Reeves in him, right? Like they don't need a grinder per se. I was trying to come up with a trade where like the Oilers get back like Ryan Lindgren as well. Like, so it'd be like Gorkiev Lindgren for like, um, for like, oh, dude, I was trying to figure out like, like Nugent Hopkins. Like I was, cause I know the Rangers I, want a forward, right? I just don't think 
they'll give up Nugent Hopkins. I feel like they've kept them for so long and they've had the opportunity to trade him. I just don't feel like they'll, they'll give up on him. Um, what about like Yamamoto? I can see him getting traded. I don't know. I just feel like... What kind of season's he having? He's okay, right? Ah, 13 points, 8 goals, 5 assists. Ah. He's okay, right? I mean, there's a guy, Tyler Benson, maybe. That's a guy that's come, like, come up a bit. 17... Oh, never mind. Oh, my God. So bad. Oh, dude, 17 games played, so 1 bad, point, man. minus 4. Holy shit. It's just got to be picks then. It's got to be like a second that's, and a third. That's all the value they have, right? Like, I don't think it's got to be like a second and a third and maybe like maybe some kind of B-level prospect. Yeah. No, I don't even know what they've got. They not Broberg. He's good. I ew. that's too much. See, like you don't want to give too much for Gorgiev too, because like I just don't think he's a very like a high profile. But since it's the trade deadline and they do need a goaltender. Um, well, when you look at the Talbot trade, right? It was like a second, a third, and a sixth. Yeah. And it, it might be the same situation, right? Like, it just it might be just picks. And, like, I maybe it will be, like, a guy like Tyler Benson just to throw in a player. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what they do. Yeah. Like, they just give up a bunch of picks and throw in a random player. Or, like, Brian McLeod. I don't even know what he's like. But um, he has six points in 24 games. That's pretty bad. Um, but he's 22, so he's still pretty young, right? He's a young guy. How's Warren? How's Warren Fogelman doing? I was wondering that too. Um, no, bad man. Who's doing well in the team? Five goals, eight. McDavid and Drysaitel. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> as per usual, man. There's just nothing going on here. Oh, like, like how's Puglia Harvey? Even Puglia Harvey's been pretty slow lately. He's only got 20. He's got 25 points, but like. Dude, what is going on? It's so frustrating. It's you know I just don't get like, do they just does the rest of the team just sit back and let like McDavid and uh, Trysaddle just get the points? I think that they, I think they have some kind of mentality issue where it's like if the team's like if they're like facing a high pressure situation, I think a lot of the guys get in their head like, okay, well Leon or Connor will do it. Yeah, like, I yeah, like I don't know. How's Nuge doing? He's doing he's doing pretty well. I mean he's he's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty six points in thirty games. I mean, yeah, fair enough. They're, yeah, there's no way they move on from Nuge, and that's what I'm saying, man. Like, if the Rangers want anything more than picks, the Oilers don't have anything to give to them. No, uh, I, that's that's a thing, and I think I just think maybe you could get away with just sending maybe a few picks over with for Gorgiev. I just and then yeah. a throwaway player. Like it just. Uh, I okay, don't, well, is this, it worth it for the Rangers to do that? Maybe not. Well, okay, here's what I was thinking. Here's what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know how we're talking about Claude Giroux, right? Yeah. Let's transition to Claude Giroux. Okay, so where's a, a projected place that he could go? Where is it? The New York Rangers, right? Oh, yeah. What does Philly need? A goaltender. Well, that's, I mean, that's even stupid to say. Just because, like, Carter Hart should be their goaltender. By now, I mean he is still young, but like, um, he's had his struggles. I mean, if you add, but they need a, a backup option because Martin Elliot is Martin not Jones. getting the. Oh, it's not even Elliot anymore. It's Martin Jones. Yeah, isn't that weird? Is that weird? Martin Jones is the backup goaltender for Philly. It like, uh, I <laughs> I don't know. Aren't they division rivals? You think Philly would trade Giroud to New York? That'd be funny. I'd like to see that. I just feel like I mean Giroud in New York would be sick. I I can see I that mean, happening. I can definitely see that happening. That's a guy that 
could do well on that team. And they're not a bad team this year. They're New York's a good team in the league this year. Right? Yeah. Um he could definitely New York add. is one of the best teams this year. New York is a top tier team right now. Yeah. And just because I mean Gorgiev might be they might they can they can disguise him as more value than he actually is, you know? Just at this time this time of the year, that happens with a lot of guys, especially if a team needs that goaltender, right? Right. Um but like it, it is it is like a tough situation because Giroux is their captain. Just feel like he's got to go. He's no, no, no. They, like I think everybody knows that he's how, how many years have they? This guy's like a top five point getter in the past like decade. Yeah, like we all we all forget about that. But Giroux has been like one of the best players in the league for a long time. Yeah, and Philly has never been able to put anything consistent together around him, and it's it sucks because I think Giroux is a really fun player to watch. And we haven't gotten to see enough of him in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's true. I just feel like, I mean, you you always like see Pittsburgh and Philly playing, and like, who was the guy that was staying in Crosby's way? It'd be Giroux. Giroux can be that gritty player too, right? Like, Giroux is a pest. He fitted well on the Rangers. I feel like the Rangers face a lot of teams that they need a guy like that, you know, for the teams that they face. I mean, imagine in the Tom Wilson situation. I think he would do something. You know what I mean? Like. Um, yeah, Giroux in the Rangers top six makes them so good so quickly. That could make sense, right? Like, and I, it's another leader on the team too. They have a lot of young guys, and it could be another leader. And yeah. putting with Panarin, oh, that'd be d- disgusting. That absolutely disgusting. I mean, imagine a line with with Kreider and Giroux. How annoying wow. is that? Wow. Well, Kreider is a guy that's having a great year. Right. He's a I mean, goal and, scorer. And Strom, right. Like you're talking like Panarin, Kreider, Zabinjad, Strom, like Kako, I guess, and then Giroux. Like that's yeah. that's pretty nice. Yeah, I like that. And that's definitely I like I can see that actually happening too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Uh, is there anywhere else you think Giroux could go? It's a good question. I mean, I don't know. Just considering Obviously his age, yeah. Just considering his age, I feel like. He does have cap on him though. That's the problem. And if the question is if they were to retain that cap, um, right? I, mean, I feel uh, like he has like seven mil, eight mil on him. Man, Bryce, my my keyboard is very like. So we're talking about the rum and cokes. I uh, accidentally spilled some rum and coke on my keyboard, and uh, the X the X uh, key is very. Um, <laughs> Very sticky, and I didn't think I'd have to type anyone's name with X, but then there's Claude Drew that ends with that X. So, um, oh no, it just it said Claude Drew. is uh, <laughs> getting paid eight point two. Okay, that is that's quite a bit. Expiring though, so Philly could retain. Yeah, he's thirty four. Yeah, I mean, he's twenty nine points in thirty four games. He's not doing too bad, but I feel like just because he is expiring, um, it might be time for him to go. Um, also, uh, well, also the team is a dumpster fire this year. Yeah, yeah, and they have been for a while too, right? It's just not working. Man, dude, look what they're paying Van- JVR seven million dollars for fifteen points in thirty seven. Well, that's games. that's oh. a that's another guy that they considered like moving, right? So maybe he can be. Yeah, how are they gonna? He's the problem is he's not expiring. He gets paid seven million dollars next year too. Who's yeah, taking no, that? no one's taking that unless they like uh, retain some salary there. He's not leaving there. But um, yeah, Claude Drew is definitely leaving. I, I think the Rangers do make a lot of sense. 
I could even see Boston maybe trying to go for him. You know what I mean? Any Western teams, do you think? Do you think Jure could go to a Western team? What What's a good West team in the NHL right, right now? What's the standing? Uh, I got to look at the standings here. NHL standings. So. Minnesota? Um, Giroud to Minnesota yeah, could be nice. Oh, that would look really nice. I mean, Vegas can't afford him. Vegas doesn't have any cap space, do they? No. Vegas can stop taking all the players. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nashville? Uh, Minnesota Nashville? has... Oh, yeah, them too, yeah. Right? They're having a good year. They are having a good year. And add Giroud on that team. I mean, like you said, if they add Minnesota... Minnesota's struggling. Uh, they, they've gone down a bit. I don't know if they're struggling, but they've gone down a bit. Um, I just think they need depth scoring, man. I I think once they get some depth scoring, who would they trade for him? Man, Nashville has cap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they have cap, and they do have some younger guys. I think like I'd send Cody Glass over or something like that. You know, how is Nashville good? Twenty four <laughs> and twelve. I don't know, what? man. I don't know. They just randomly started doing well. <laughs> I know. Duchesne was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a hockey player." He like, started playing like hockey. Oh, he's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm making eight million dollars. I should probably do something." <laughs> Johansson too, man. Johansson, yeah. Granlin's having a good year. Like all three of them were like one day we're just sitting What's around and they're they like, wait a minute, guys. We, oh, we play hockey. There's that one guy. Um, oh my god, my space bar is really sticky too. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Um, what, what guy? Tanner Jano, I think. Jano. Uh, Jano. Yeah, that's how he said he. I picked him up for fantasy, and he's actually doing pretty well. I, apparently, he came out of the ECHL. Twenty three. 23 point what yeah the florida florida everblades and he played there in 2000 2021 season and oh then, he's an affiliate like he's been with nashville though i, yeah, I guess the everblades yeah. are probably their echl team yes. why would any why would you send him to the ECHL? Man, he, oh you know why maybe because like the ahl was having cancellations and he was like, yeah okay, i, go think, play in the I think that's why um I, i've heard the echl is asking for a lot of players like trevor daly he signed like a two-day contract to go he came out of retirement and he's, I'm pretty sure he has a, a position in like the office, like in, in a team in the NHL. I forget what team, maybe Dallas or something like that uh, or Minnesota. I don't know where he played, but um, he, Trevor Daly he played for a lot of teams. Yeah. He played for a lot of teams. He's, he's in a office position somewhere, but he came out of retirement to play for an ECHL team because they needed some guys because of the COVID issues. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's pretty funny, but uh, I had a friend go to an e- ECHL game two days ago. Apparently, apparently those games get pretty, pretty wild. Like the, like, yeah, the, it's, yeah. it, it's like a, it's like federal league stuff, yeah. you know, it's fights, just fights yeah. all the time. Oh, it's, it's crazy. He went to the, uh, Utah Grizzlies versus they have sick names. eh? I like their names. Yeah, dude. Nothing is better than like minor league hockey. Uh, yeah. Like hockey team names. Dude, there's a really good documentary on Netflix about, uh, this team called the the trashers oh i saw that I danbury oh you, danbury trashers yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah where you do like was it the bad sport documentary series? yeah yeah i i watched it on netflix and um where the team is owned by like the mob the mob family yeah what's his yeah. name oh i forget his name but they had a, they, a they had him on spitting chiclets eh they had him on spitting chiclets and that, oh, th- that. their jersey i liked it man drake dude drake that's a wore sick logo drake wore their jersey Dude, it's a sick jersey. I loved it. I thought it was great. Mike Rupp um, played for that team. Yeah, Mike Rupp. Yeah, insane. Um, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, what were we saying? 
Yeah, anyways, my buddy went to an ECHL game against uh, Utah Grizzlies and what was the other team? I can't remember. Solar Bears? No, I think they folded. Really? I think so. The owner died or something. Anyways, uh, Nashville, good at hockey. Uh, Giroux could look really cool there. I can see that. Um, They have cap space, but honestly, I think I'd prefer Minnesota. Yeah. And they, they, they have cat space too, right? They gave up uh I mean mm. are they still paying Parise and Suter though? Right now? Oh, probably. I mean they're not gonna sign Giroux next year, probably if they, they take him. Dead cap. Oh, 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 oh my god. What? How much cap do they have? Oh my god. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Why? Well, how bad is it? So this year so this year combined. They're paying Parise and Suter four million, four point seven million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it gets worse. Next next season combined twelve point seven million. The season after that fourteen million. Season after that fourteen million, and then oh. back down to one. Dude, they got themselves I, in some trouble there. I hope I'm reading that right, but to be paying two players who are not on your team fourteen million dollars, like that's got to be. I hope there's a workaround that I'm just not aware of. Yeah, I mean, there might be, right? They might retain some cap for Giroux. I'd, I'd hope so. I mean, Bill Bill Guerin's the GM there. I mean, he he's built this team pretty well, right? Like he, he so obviously they have, knows what he's doing. They have five point two million in caps deadline caps. What is that? The deadline cap space is still some of cap hit values. That the current daily cap it can be increased by to remain compliant below the caps when I've seen blah 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 blah. Okay. So it's five five point two million, I think right now. That's not too bad. I mean if they can give up a cap player, a rental. right? They can give up a cap player. Yeah. Like you get sad players so like I mean, I don't know. Yeah, nine hundred thousand. No, no, no. That's fair. I mean, oh wait, is that how much he's making? I thought he was making more. That's why I said that. Yeah, Bukestad's only making nine hundred. Real Victor Rask. Okay, there we go. Victor, exactly. Victor Rask, four million. They could send him back for the cap. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's that's uh, Giroux's contract. There. They have. They have. Yeah. They could definitely make a move to get him if they really wanted to. Right. If they wanted to, he's a rental, so they don't have to worry about him next year. I think it would just be purely for like a cup push. It's like, Eric, I think it's like when they got Eric Stahl, right? An outside chance. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota, I think, has an outside chance. Um, oh. And, you know, you put, you, you insert Giroux in there, and, you know, then you have like, I, I he's on the trade bay list, actually, but like Fiala and Marcus Felino with mm. Giroux, and then you have yeah. Kaprizov, Zuccarello, and Hartman. That's pretty good. Felino's having an amazing year. Who? Felino? Isn't he? Who? Mar- uh, Marcus Foligno. A lot of these guys in Minnesota, like Hartman too. Yeah, Hart came out of nowhere, man. Foligno's got twenty three points, fourteen goals, but Hartman, Hartman, I think is the real like underrated guy on this team here. Ryan Hartman has, man, he's been Ryan traded sixteen so many goals, times. fourteen assists. Yeah, he's having a good good year here. His best year of his career by far. Oh yeah, like I mean. He hasn't really given been given the chance on any NHL team, and then come here to Minnesota, he's just going crazy. He's another one of those perfect complementary pieces for a superstar, right? So you slot yeah. him into a cap with a Kaprizov, and yeah, it's like I mean, it's like putting Jake Gensel with Crosby and Brian Russ with Crosby. Now they're superstars. So exactly right. So 
I don't know. As for what Philly would want back, definitely a pick and a prospect, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, as well as the cap player that would have to come back. Yeah, no. I don't know. They got like Marco Rossi, and I don't know. I don't even know who's good. And Car- they have Carson uh, Lambos. They, oh, do they? Oh, they have Jesper Wolstad, yeah. which they probably won't. They, they probably won't give him up. Oh, you know Philly's going to ask, though. Are they going to ask for him? Oh yeah, because that's yeah, the like, goaltender. Yeah, right they'll there. bring it. They'll bring it up. They'll bring yeah, it up. Like I mean, it's not a Wallstad kid, and that's when Bill Guerin hangs up the phone, and then Philly has to call back and apologize. They'll probably try anything. Man, you know what's funny? My um, camera, like right now, my webcam, it's been glitching, and it's glitching right now. I don't know if it's being possessed or if it's just like you know, gl- glitching how? It's just like the screen glitches. Not like mm. not like my monitor, but like the the camera glitches. Well, I guess I'll find out in the edit. You will uh, find it in the edit. Speaking of the edit, I think that's uh, that's it for this episode. I do think we that's got through it everybody we episode. wanted to get through. Yeah, we did. Um, we're gonna make more of these um, podcasts and videos. We're gonna Bryce is gonna split it up, um, just so it's not a, a lot all at once for you. I mean, the trade deadline's in March, so we got a while to make some videos, just predicting some mock trades. I think that's pretty fun to do it, honestly. But uh, it'd be kind of cool to see if these actually happen, and I think a lot of them might happen. Um, but Klingberg's a top guy. Gargieb is a hot goaltender, and um, Chikorin's a definitely a young defenseman that has like hardly any cap towards him. So definitely a hot commodity. A, a veteran forward who can who can still score with exactly. The best of them, so exactly. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see, and uh, we'll make some more content for the trade deadline. But that's uh, it for now. Um, we'll come back again with some more players for the next one. Yeah, there's a lot of players, so um, maybe get some JT Miller up in here. I cry every time. I don't. I I really hope he doesn't get traded. I feel like he's. That, I think he's one of their best players. Um, he is their best player. Yeah, he is. He literally is. But um, but yeah. Um, we'll dive deeper into that next episode. Um, just make sure you uh listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I finally figured out how to link. All of our links down below on the Spotify and Apple podcast. So all you have to do is scroll down to where it says follow us on. And it has all the links there for you. So you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, whatever you want to do. Um, it's much appreciated. On Go subscribe to us on YouTube. We love that. We love to see that. And if uh, you want to check out our YouTube videos, because some are going to be coming out shortly, that'd be much appreciated as well. But uh, we just appreciate you guys listening and Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And um, I feel like Bryce usually says this part, but it kind of felt nice for me to say it was a little natural. But Bryce, do you have anything else to say? Uh, nope, that's it for me. Uh, thank you guys for all the support. Uh, we check uh, we check every day. And uh, make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram, where Jacob is always posting the news yep. going on in the league. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, I yeah, it's a lot of fun doing this Uh you know, leave a comment on a, on one of our YouTube videos if you in, if you enjoy these and listening to them on Spotify because obviously we can't get any feedback on Spotify. It'd be cool if Spotify had a comment system. They should do that. They really should. Then we can hear some yeah. feedback on what we need to improve on. Right. Everything. Good criticism. We yeah. About, we don't know anything about. <laughs> oh well, no, not not at all. We're just, no. we're no Bob McKenzie, you know. No, no. So uh, to end this episode off, are you going to accept my trade proposal on fantasy? That is a good question, and that is still for Landis Cog. I mean, they can't. They can't say. I want. I was going to say. Everyone, tell me what you think about this trade. But I mean, hold on. Let me. Let me hold on. Just before we go here, let me just come on. 
Jacob, I mean, look. Look here. Do I do this look, trade, listen. guys? Do I do this trade? Listen, 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 dude. Do you want... Do you want... Do you want Tanner Janot or or Ivan Barbashev more than you want Gabriel Landiscog? I'm a fan of Tanner Janot. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know all in ever, on Tanner I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, but Gabriel Landiscog plays with this guy called Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, He's pretty good. You know what? You're selling me a little bit. Like whenever you say Landeskog, it makes me want to like you know jump for it. But it I makes you feel like you're a McKinnon owner by way of proxy. Exactly. I mean, to say they, they kind of look similar. You know what I mean? So when you're looking at your thing, it just it looks like a McKinnon. So kind of right. If you just squint, if you just like squint your yeah. eyes a little bit, like you can just pretend you have McKinnon. Exactly. I mean, maybe not as. Yeah. I mean, he maybe gets the same amount of points, but I don't. I don't really know. Um, maybe I'll. Well, well what? <laughs> What if I send you like Brian Russ, and if you squint your eyes, maybe you can pretend it's Sidney Crosby. <laughs> I, I think that's a little different there. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if it is. Actually, maybe not. Who knows? He, he get, he'll just get COVID at the time I get him. So, no, oh, damn it, Brian. He's day to day. Okay. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Don't mix vodka with Coke. See you guys. If you do, you're disgusting. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. See you.